I'm Athenian Seven, and this is and the winner is podcast. Presented by Atheon, the Omni Athlete League. Learn more at Atheon.org or Instagram, hashtag WeAreAtheon. This show is where I go over the NFL as it stands today. I provide my top 14 teams based on who I predict will make the playoffs, their number of losses, a seed, and final outcome. Reminder. If you plan to use any of this information for any purpose, do so at your own risk. The first half of the season and the trade deadline is in the books. Time flies, doesn't it? And with it comes what I see as four clear heavy favorites, two from each side, with an additional four contenders, two again from each division. Shake things up a little bit. But more on those eight in a bit. Let's start with number 14, the Jets. Seven seed, AFC, seven losses. Last week was a heartfelt loss to New England. It definitely was eye-opening. Uh, in the trade uh, deadline, they, did, they are receiving running back Robinson from the Jags. And next week... It also does not look well as they have to face the Bills, which I think it's no surprise expecting to, to lose that game. Uh, I don't think that this is, you know, losing two games in a row, you know, it hurts. But the reason why I have them in, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in, in this team. However, I do have confidence that they can survive the season with seven losses or less. And as long as they do that, they should be in because of that reason. Onward to number 13, another team that I'm not high on right now, the Bucks, who also lost uh, last week again. And it's, 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 uh, it's uh, tough sledding for them, right? Uh, I, I don't think we've ever seen Tom Brady look that emotional before. With all that said, and as many losses as, as, as they accumulate, which I have Still at eight losses right now. I mean, it still comes down to they're still grabbing the fourth seed in the NFC because of their division. I don't think the Falcons realistically can actually take it from them. I think the Bucks they'll, they'll find a way somehow, some capacity to at least uh, grab that, that last seed. I don't expect them to do much in the playoffs. I expect them to lose. Uh, the the opening round, uh, although you know it is Brady and maybe they're good for for one game, but at max one game. Uh, yet another team that I'm not high on the the Packers. Who, yeah, I mean let's let's talk about it, right? Another trade deadline comes and another missed opportunity. This time around feels even even worse than than the last several uh, seasons you know last several seasons you can understand them and them sitting back and, and not making any trades but this this time around I mean this season I, I have no idea how they cannot get a, a, a wide receiver it's like this this team you know 
as a reminder, this is my quote unquote, you know, personal uh, favorite team. They have been for the last 35 years with, with Favre and, and, and now Rogers. And it's just, it's, it's painful. It's painful to watch. I, I think I'm officially coming to, to, to an end. Uh, with with my with my fandom on the on this team I just it's 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 difficult to uh, it's hard I don't know it's it's hard to appreciate a team that consistently operates the way that they do and, and a lack thereof of, of caring about the future uh, or I shouldn't say the future I should say the the uh, the current I mean that is in fact the problem is that they're they're all over the map. I mean, ever since ever since uh, picking love uh, a few a few seasons ago, it's almost like they they just been kicking themselves in the foot, and they're they're not they're not willing to accept that. You know, it they have a legendary Hall of Fame quarterback, which I think it's also important to note that when you look at the the landscape of the NFC, who on earth is the threat? On a, from a quarterback position, forget about the teams, right? Just quarterback position, right? Hurts, Cousins, Garoppolo, you know Brady at this age, and and that team at at this moment is is probably your biggest, you know, threat. Outside of that, I mean, what? Gino uh, or, or um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but uh, the Jets or the the <laughs> the. Uh, Geno Smith, yeah, Geno Smith. He was with the Jets, and now he's with uh, the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith, yeah. I mean, I I think it's safe to say that you be if you're Rodgers, you're 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 chopping at the bit. I mean, it's 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 the same reason why Brady doesn't want to retire. It's like why would you when you look at the landscape of the quarterback position? There's there's not a whole lot in the way. I mean, AFC is totally different, but the NFC is very light. So it's that much more frustrating that they just sit back and do nothing when it's so blatantly obvious that this team is dead in the water without getting. And, and here's the here's the other part that's so so strange is that like what what you're doing here is you're putting yourself in position to be just flatlined. You know, like barely getting into the playoffs or barely missing out is like the worst possible thing that, that can happen to a team because you don't get a high draft pick. You don't have like really a chance uh, to make headway in the playoffs. Like you're just stuck, right? Either one, one of two things has to happen, right? They either need to, you know, get assets to become more relevant right now or they need to, I hate to say it, but tank, right? Because they're going to need... Pretty soon, you know, they're 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 squandering the years with with Rodgers. They're gonna have to, you know, get a, a new quarterback. But as they know now, know with with love and and look at you know the the history of of the quarterback position. Like generally speaking, a great quarterback comes in in you know the first round and usually a high draft pick, and that's not something that they're gonna have until Rodgers does retire. So what you're just hoping. For I mean, what I, I just don't understand what the, what the plan is. It's 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 infuriating. I just I don't get it. Whatever. Enough of that. Uh, the point is is that you know I, I am still expecting them to get the the last seed in the NFC, and it's only because every other team 
is in the same kind of situation. I mean, look at the Rams or the Cardinals. Like, I, I like I, I don't have uh, Seahawks in. Why? Because I, I don't have any confidence that they're going to be able to survive. I mean, looking at their schedule, it's going to get a lot tougher. I don't think that any other team, realistically, at this at this moment, maybe maybe the Cardinals. The Cardinals is you, you like to think that the Rams can figure it out, but the the here's the one thing I will say about the Packers is that like, yes, they lost to surprise the Bills, but what was a surprise is how well that they hung in there. I mean, I know that uh, the Bills were were playing a particular um, uh, type of of game plan uh, against them, and this is. This is true, but that second half was very impressive uh, from the Packers' standpoint, and they still have a great running attack, you know? And and so their defense has way too much talent to think that between the defense and a strong enough run game, uh, I just think that that can, is going to be enough. But it most certainly is not going to come from, from the pass attack, which... Yeah, no surprise there is is the most you know valuable asset right now in today's uh, NFL. I do have them losing again next week to to the Cowboys. I think it will be a, t- a tight game. Uh, I, I think it's really going to also come uh, to you know who is even going to be available to play uh, because of you know injuries at this time is always a huge huge factor. It is home against. Uh, you know, against the the Cowboys, and historically the Packers lately have, have played well against the Cowboys, but I still I still think uh, the Cowboys will, will squeak it out. All right, enough of that. 11 seed, the Chargers. They're back in. Didn't see this coming, but I have to admit the the Bengals Browns game and the Browns winning that game that 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 changes the dynamic, and because of that, I now have the Chargers back in. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a roller coaster ride with them, as it always seems to be, right? Uh, they came from a bye. Uh, I have them in with a six seed in the AFC, eight losses. I do have them winning against the Falcons uh, next week. Uh, otherwise, there's not a whole lot to say. I, they, you know, they got the talent as long as they have enough bodies to to play and they survive the the injuries uh, that they always accumulate every every season. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you know, coaching is is also another sensitivity that I have with with this team. It's it's hard to predict a lot, uh, mostly because of that reason. The tenth seed uh, or the tenth best team, Giants, uh, six seed NFC, six losses. They did lose painfully to the Seahawks. Can't believe the Seahawks keep keep pulling this off. But a lot of in, a lot of uh, turnovers in that game. The Giants look. I just, I still think that they're fine. Uh, I just think that their 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 schedule is going to allow them to accumulate enough wins. Where yeah, they're probably at that six six seed, uh, almost pretty much no matter what at this point, unless things change. I know that there's chatter about you know them now opening the door for OBJ, and I know I've in the past keep you know using OBJ as as a as a differentiator potentially and. With them or the Packers being a small, slim possibility, I, it, at this point, I don't think it really matters one way or the other. So I, I'm kind of getting off that that bag wagon. That's that's gonna be a factor. I still think the only way that that's a factor is if he's able to make a difference for the Rams, right? The Rams is is, is the key to this, where you know they ha- they have a possibility uh, of getting 
the last seed going back to you know with the Packers, it's going to be probably between those two teams. Would be my would, would be my my prediction. Uh, I forget if I mentioned, but I do have the Giants uh, winning next week against the Texans. On to the ninth uh, team, which is the Cowboys. As I just had mentioned, I have them winning uh, in a squeaker against uh, the Packers. I also have them as a fifth seed in the NFC with six losses, uh, same as the uh, Giants. So between the two, I, I'm not the best at this at this stage to know exactly the tiebreakers. There's so much that can still happen. So between the two, flip-flop. One way or the other, they're probably going to have the the fifth and sixth seeds. Uh, they did in the the trades. They they did receive uh, defense tackle Hatkins from the Raiders, which I would you know score about a B uh, for for that value. Uh, I think it, it it's definitely something that uh, w- was needed. Uh, it's a it's a solid pickup. It's not amazing, but it's a solid pickup. The Cowboys, as I've I've said every week up to this point. There's just not a whole lot to say. Uh, it was, you know, great to see them score a lot of points in the last in the last week. But this team, you know, needs to remind my, remind themselves that they need to be a defense and running uh, style team. That's, you know, it's never it's not going to change. That's the the key with them. Number eight, the Titans, uh, finally giving them some love. As I said. The previous weeks, I was high on thinking the Colts were going to, to figure it out, but to me, they're now a mess. I mean, uh, with the the Ryan QB situation, it's just is too messy. So the Titans are reliable, at least as reliable as one can be in that division. So I now have them as the four seed in the AFC with seven losses. I uh, do have them losing opening round of the playoffs next week. I, I mean, they have they have uh, the Chiefs. They go to the Chiefs, so I expect them to lose that game. So it will be on the fence again uh, what what uh, the Colts or the Jags do. But I, I still think that at this uh, for the foreseeable future, I do think that I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the Titans. And and I've always liked their their coaching. Uh, so Vrabel is always a, a highly uh, intelligent and reliable uh, coaching. Uh, energy that I, I've always I've always had good 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 feelings towards. So we'll we'll stick with the, the Titans in there. Um, and they were the number eighth team, and so I do feel like at, as it stands right now, they're among those eight teams that I had mentioned uh, earlier that are the eight clear teams that I feel like are the obvious four from each division that are most likely definitely in. And now it's just a matter of where they get slotted. I mean, the Titans are definitely the one team that's kind of a uh, a wild wild card. Uh, but the seventh uh, seventh uh, team is now the 49ers. I moved them all the way up to to the seventh, and I, I've been tempted to move them up even higher. Uh, and we'll get to to why that is. But I, I still need to see a little bit more to make sure that I'm feeling the momentum is carrying over. Obviously. McCaffrey is, you know, lights out and A plus, you know, great as far as the trade. Yeah, it sucks. It hurts to lose Wilson. Um, having that extra depth. I mean, as we saw in last week's uh, win uh, against the the Rams, was was on was on full display. But McCaffrey is the perfect fit. I mean, there there's just 
this is a marriage made to heaven. Uh, Shanahan loves, you know, a dynamic running back, and McCaffrey is that in spades. The only issue is the injury bug. McCaffrey has has had a lot of injuries, so that's the one thing that has me hesitant. And now when I'm thinking about that, that's the other reason why I would keep them at that seven, uh, seventh uh, slot uh, because of that reason. But seven losses in the season, now I'm predicting third seed in the NFC, so I'm having them as the NFC West representative over the Rams now, which I think is is definitely uh, pretty spot on now, especially them beating the Rams. Uh, so, and I also have them, you know, being the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. I still, I, I predicted that last week, and I still, I still like them uh, to do that. With again, McCaffrey getting hurt is the key to all of this. As long as he stays healthy, I, I, I'm still going to ride with that. The sixth uh, team is the Dolphins. Six losses, fifth seed in AFC. And by the way, the next six teams, they're all exactly where they were. Nothing, no changes. So uh, I, I have them winning one game in the playoffs. Uh, they did now, speaking of Wilson from the 49ers, that's where they, they Dolphins now picked up them. So another uh, upgrade in the running back position. And then also an upgrade in the defensive end with Chubb from the Broncos. So two very... Uh, prolific players that are going to make a, a huge impact for sure. Uh, I don't think it really changes my viewpoint on the Dolphins too much because it's. We, I already told you that you know they have a great team. That was never in question. The the, the issue was is I don't have enough confidence in Tua, uh, especially when stacked up against the other elite quarterbacks in the AFC. So I still have them. Um, number six, and I don't see that changing, to be honest, even with the two additions, even if they play lights out, I don't think it's really going to change my outcome. Next week at the Bear, uh, at the Bears, uh, or I, I do expect them to win that game. Uh, and yeah, I think it's, it's exciting to, to see a team, you know, fill in all the, the necessary players to make a, a huge, a huge push. And it's exciting for Miami fans, particularly to actually have something exciting for, for a change. So, so that, that's fantastic. Uh, and number five, Vikings, five losses, second seed in the NFC, losing uh, first rounds of the playoffs. Nothing's changed there. The only thing that's, that, that's different now is that they did pick up a huge asset in the tight end Hodgkinson from the Lions. Uh, this was a particular player that I'm very surprised uh, that, you know, at bare minimum, the Packers didn't go after. But kudos to the Vikings for picking up a huge asset. That's going to go a long, long ways. This is going to add, you know, that much more versatility. But again, same thing with the Dolphins. These two teams are linked in that their depth and their overall teams are fantastic. But their quarterback play, in this case, Cousins, I just do I have that much confidence now I definitely have them now ahead of Dolphins because in the NFC side as we talked about the quarterback landscape with really Rodgers being the only obvious quarterback that legitimately obviously is going to be vastly superior over Cousins is not really currently much of a threat and no one else really is so we're keeping them there. Number four, the Ravens. Six losses, second seed in AFC, winning one game in the playoffs. Nothing's changed. 
but they did receive the linebacker Smith from the Bears. So the Bears are are um, uh, were were big sellers in in this uh, this time around with the the trade deadline. Uh, I give this a B. I, I think it's it's a little bit valuable, but I I don't think it's super high. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Rockwell Smith. Smith, uh, you know. Linebacker in general is kind of hard to to gauge uh, in the NFL these days, and it's it's hard to go after that big of an impact um, when with with a trade like that. But it is still a solid solid uh, and and an important need for for the Ravens. So it is still still good to to see, and and they always seem to to win these situations. It's the Ravens; they're they're always rock solid. Uh, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, Next week, Bo, going moving forward a little bit at the Saints, this will be an interesting game because they're they're it's a type of team that I think that could give the Ravens a, a tough time, but in a close close game, probably um, you know another uh, Tucker field goal probably will win the game. Number three hasn't changed. Eagles three losses. Uh, or two losses actually. I, f- I forget if I, I keep going back between two, two and three losses. Uh, the first seed, so the bye in the NFC, uh, losing going to second round of the playoffs. They received yet again with the Bears, uh, the uh, defense and uh, Quinn from from the Bears, uh, and that one I, I grade you know high. I think that that was that's going to be a huge pickup. Uh, add even more pressure. They already create a lot of pressure, so that's just going to create a much more even dynamic, you know, force for them to deal with. I mean, the Eagles are looking, you know, really good. I think that the one thing that we need to, you know, level the the expectations though with the Eagles is is that it still comes down to with them. Their schedule is very light. It's a pancake schedule, right? Them and the Vikings, both of them, you know, very light. So. This happens every season that there's always, you know, a team or two that does really, really well because of that reason. And it still is a mystery when they get against really, really good teams, what will happen. Um, now, again, lucky for them, the NFC doesn't have a whole lot of those teams. It's just it's just going to come down to, you know, they need to avoid getting matched up with the 49ers because that's the main reason why I had them losing uh, in the second round is, is, is them. Obviously... You really don't want to deal with, you know, Tampa Bay because we know what happened last season and no one wants to play Brady. Uh, so that's a factor. But in general, I actually, I, th- I'm, I tempted to actually move them up to the, to the NFC championship game now. Uh, but I, I still think that, uh, I, I still think the 49ers will be the representative. So great season for them. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. It's still a long ways to go. Number two, the Chiefs. Five losses, third seed in the AFC, losing in the AFC championship game to the number one team, which we'll get to. No surprise there. Uh, they did pick up, uh, you know, wide receiver and Tony from, from the Giants. I give it a C. It's not, it's good for for the depth, but not a whole lot else to, to that. Uh, I do have them winning uh, next week against the, the Titans. Uh, I forgot to mention, I think that I have the Eagles uh, winning at the Texans, so they'll keep their, their, their win streak alive. The Chiefs as well. They're 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 uh, you know still still looking really really mighty. Uh, it still comes down to them versus the number one team, which we'll just say it is the Bills. Bills uh, number you know just have two losses. I'm predicting top seed in the AFC, winning the whole darn thing, as I keep saying. But between those two teams, this is still you know 
those two teams are are the 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 runaway favorites. Uh, I I just I don't I still am not confident that any of the the NFC teams can really challenge them with probably the Eagles obviously being an exception uh, because even with the 49ers I think now it comes into the problem with the 49ers is that as good as they are as we've seen even when they've matched up with the Chiefs you know a couple of seasons ago I think that they'll be able to control like three quarters of the game but not four quarters that's the problem with either Mahomes or Allen and the Chiefs and the Bills in general is that it's hard to contain them for a full four-quarter game. And I think that the 49ers can't do that. Whereas the Eagles, based on what I've seen, uh, they have at least the ability to to, to, to hang in there. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see. But, but at the moment, those two teams, nothing's changed. Uh, I do want to, to call attention to the Seahawks, Bengals, Rams, and Cardinals. As I mentioned, the Rams and Cardinals, I just I just think that they're going to accumulate too many losses. The Seahawks, look, they're they're flying high right now, but they're going to come back down to earth. Uh, I just I don't think that they can survive their their, their tough season uh, with the state of <laughs> the the flux of. Uh, I mean, I just look. Let's be blunt. Geno Smith, I, I can't I can't I can't see this team making it to the playoffs. And now the, the biggest surprise is the Bengals. Uh, that's the team that I was very high on them coming into last week, but losing to Browns really hurt. And the way that the game uh, worked itself out, I'm even even less confident about them. Uh, and and I, yeah, I just I was not expecting them to lose that uh, that game. So that that's a, a bummer. Uh, I, I'm still not writing them off, but at the moment they are going to now have to deal with the Jets being a team that consistently, you know, has a weaker schedule and are accumulating wins. So it's going to be tight. There's not a lot of a leeway. And and speaking of the Jets, I do have the Bills beating the, at the Jets uh, next next week and the, Chi- the Chiefs uh, beating the Titans uh, next week as well. Forgot if I mentioned that. All right. So week eight. And half of the season is now in the the books. The second half is on the way. Cheers and remember, clear mind, strong body, good heart. We are Athena.